If you're waiting for your dreams to become a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're currently struggling with um, emotional eating, if you're currently struggling with finding your meaning through your fitness journey, if you're currently struggling to do any sort of exercise right now, then this podcast is for you. I am very excited about today. So I've got a great, great friend of mine um, that I just met, but like we've already had some really great conversations already. So I'm super pumped to get to know her through this podcast actually a bit more. Um, how we met is actually, do you want to explain how we met? Maybe that'd be better. Yeah. So, hey everyone. Um, my name is Laura. So I met Pat through, he works at Good Life, which is where I used to work. My partner still works there and I like to go down there and hang out with everyone still. <laughs> and then that's how I met Pat. And then now you and um, Bill sort of work closely together with a lot of business stuff. So I kind of tagged along to that. And then just through that and having conversations with you, I think we just clicked so, um, so quickly and instantly just having such deep conversations about health and business and the world and yeah I think those connections are somewhat rare but it was yeah really cool yeah it was awesome um so Laura is a health and wellness coach for women um she helps people obviously lose weight um helps with uh, binge eating her content is sick so go check her out um where can they find you you can find me on Instagram so I'm not very great at media so right now Instagram is my only platform so you can find me at Laura Morale Wellness yeah she's got a sick page um Cool. So that's pretty much how we met. Now, like we're obviously living in Melbourne, both locked down um, and we're both doing our best to like inspire people. So like if you're listening right now, like prepare to be inspired because we're going to share some of that with you. So um, let's talk about uh, right now, the climate of, of Melbourne, like people right now that are just obviously lost their jobs, don't feel too good, um, don't know when they're going back to what we'll call it the real world. Uh, how, how are you finding it? personally for you and how are you finding it with just what you see in general right now yeah um look it's it's a really hard time for absolutely everyone and perceptions are so different depending on where you are in your life how you've been affected by this pandemic and also where your mindset is at and how how your mindset affects your choices as well me personally I'm doing okay I'm pretty good I have to say I mean this is a different experience to when we we're first locked down but I guess you know I've learned through the many many lockdowns so I've got to a, to a point where I guess um, I've adjusted I've got really set structures and routine in place um, and I really use this time to be able to focus on things where I didn't get to in the past because of obviously um, you know time restraints and work restraints so I'm, I'm actually doing okay yeah cool uh, that's really awesome and you know obviously seeing what you do and how you lead your women on like a path of you know not just success but like a, a, I realize like a meaningful relationship with themselves. And I actually want to talk to you about that too. And just before we started the podcast, we were talking about, is this not like the perfect time to work on the things that you've been putting up? I mean, if you have more time in your day because you got cut short, well, there's, I'm pretty sure you don't have that excuse like you don't have time anymore. I mean, if it's starting your fitness journey, if it's trying to destroy some habits that you've created over the last few years, is this not the perfect time? And we were talking about, um, how we can flip, like we talk about mindset, 
how we can flip the narrative to, oh, cool, like let's do something about it because there's only two options that we can ever take when we're hit with adversity, right? Absolutely. And I think what's like really powerful in that is, you know, I'm, I'm all about brain science. Like if you, if you look at my page, you're going to get a lot of brain science with holistic health, which never really goes hand in hand because it's kind of like people assume holistic is hippie and then you got brain science nerdy. So it's kind of like a nerdy hippie. Never really see the two together. But I'm a really big believer in understanding how the brain works. And what's really cool is there's a thing called like synapse plasticity, which means our brains can change. So what's really important is, you know, whatever mindset you are in at the moment, you can change that. So your mindset can lead to your habits, which then leads to your behaviors and your overall, how you feel at the end of the day, what you've achieved at the end of the day. So if you're kind of feeling stuck in a rut or if you're kind of feeling like it's groundhog day, but you're not achieving anything, um, just know that you're only, you know, a, a choice or a decision or a method away from feeling completely different. But I guess it's, you can't, you need to learn how to change. You don't just wake up and change. You need to learn how to actually change to make use of this time and how can we, you know, shift that mindset during a time like this as well because, you know, I empathise with every single person. I have mums on my program who have four kids. Hey, Rosie, if you're listening. And, you know, she's got a homeschool, four kids, plus run a business. So, you know, everyone's being affected in such various ways to varying degrees but one thing we have in common is how can we change our mindset to make us get through this and not only get through this, but thrive and set ourselves up for a better position when this is one day, hopefully over soon. Yeah. Let's talk about change. I love that word. And it's so interesting how we have both have examples of people that really change in our programs. Like, wow, Mary, you went from here, like you yeah. had some really deep traumatic experiences in your life that have affected you and that's why you are where you are now look at you now look not the weight loss is the bonus but you completely change as a human and i'm very always so fascinated about the word change of like why do some people get these drastic changes and some people get like minimal changes and then go back to their old ways and like through time i've learned through my own personal development journey and obviously dabbling into some neuro-linguistic programming of how like people make choices and decisions, I realized that if the pain, if the pain is not at a level where it's screaming at them that they need to make a change right now, like there's an old proverb. And I used to, I say this all the time, like the best time to plant a tree was 30 years ago. Mm. The, the next best Absolutely. time is now, right? And if you think about it, whatever you think you need to do in your life, if you're putting it off to next week or next month, that is the biggest lie that someone could tell themselves. If it's so important to you and it's giving you that much grief, if you're putting it off, like you, you got to understand why is that happening? So I, I realized with lots of people, um, when I ask them if they want to like work with me or they want real change in their life, I'm, I'm like, okay, why? What happens if you don't change now? What if you don't make the decision to change today? Where would you be in six months time? And I'm, I'm curious, like for you, like do you see this similar patterns to, to that? Absolutely. And I think there's so many powerful things and profound things we can touch on here. One being, you know, I, I post so much content and education because something that fills me up is being able to provide value for other people. So you're scrolling 
I want to be that 000.1% of positive educational feed that you see on your social media. And, you know, a big part of that is people listening and, and watching and reading all that information. So their subconscious starts to be filled with all this education. And then one day they're finally deciding, yeah, I'm ready to change. Not everyone is ready to change because like you said, they don't have a big enough pain point. You know, if someone's just starting off a dieting cycle, they're not going to look for a long-term fix if they've only been dieting for two months. Mm -hmm. if they'll probably wait till they get to the point where they're just so, you know, the weight gains come off. They get to a point where their hormones are downregulated. They can't lose weight anymore or there's symptoms of their life. And I call them symptoms because you can change it. But people are waiting for symptoms to show up before they realize they need to change. So one, I think the biggest thing that people should be aware of, and it's all about awareness, is are you waiting for that pain point to hit? Have you got the desired outcome of your life right now? Or are you waiting for that pain point to hit? And it's going to hit hard, like a ton of bricks coming at you. And then you'll be like, yep, okay, I'm ready now. And that's generally when, and you'll even find this, you know, your clients or, you know, leads will reach out to you and be like, I want to change. And what's really cool is, you know, with, again, the brain, <laughs> um, our brains don't fully develop up into the age of around 24, 25. Mm -hmm. And especially a, a part of the brain that's called, um, that is responsible for delayed gratification. And what delayed gratification is, it's kind I of- it. I love this, by the way. This is oh my God, I could honestly nerd out with people all day talking about this. And I'm only touching the service is what I'm learning too. Um, but yeah, delayed gratification is where you're happy to have a goal and have patience to work towards the goal compared to a, um, a instant gratification, which is more childlike. So if you put food in front of a child and you say, wait, and there's a, I see these TikToks all the time where, you know, they put lollies and they tell the child to wait and nine times out of 10, the child like devours the lollies because their part of the brain hasn't developed of delayed gratification, waiting for something. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, you know, that's why as a coach or a practitioner, it's really important for me to understand how developed, you know, my client's brain is because, you know, when I get young girls who are still developing, they're kind of still wanting more of that sort of 1200 calorie fix. Mm -hmm. So I think when it comes to habits, that's a really big part of it is, are you, are you willing to have delayed gratification for long-term sustainable changes? And that kind of leads into what you were saying about why do some people have changes straight away? Why do some people have change and then um, kind of, default back and default's a really powerful word, word we can talk on back to previous habits and so and so you know there's so many aspects to um to habits and change um so I think it's really firstly about identifying are you willing to put in the work and have the patience to do it and then two learn how to change learn how to make habits people actually don't know how to do that and it's something you do need to learn. You can't just wake up tomorrow and try and do something. So to touch on that, there's no, uh, there's no parent, there's no teacher, uh, no one teaches you this growing up. Who's given you a rule book of how to live healthier a lifestyle? Like you get a PE class, right? And you get sports on the side, like you play with your soccer. But like, if you ever played soccer growing up in school or played netball or whatever, like, what are you doing before the games and after the games? It's usually 
you're talking a lot of crap. You play the game afterwards, you go get Maccas. Like, it's no, there's no foundation here of like what Laura's talking about. Um, and to touch on a few things that you said were really interesting, um, and you said many, but one of them that really took a light bulb moment out of me was, you know, the instant gratification that we live in, in the social media world, like everyone sees the overnight success, but it's not the overnight success. But I want to play devil's advocate too. So if you watch social media, it's it's sexy to see the amazing uh, yachts or it's sexy to see those ads that probably been filtered on. It's all sexy and they sell sex sells and it's it's really cool. And maybe you can get there paying for this 30-day product that promises you all your hopes and dreams. I mean, it's a, an addictive roller coaster ride, and I've been a victim of it. Like I've, I call it the shiny object syndrome. It's like, oh, well, it's like, oh, that's cool too, huh, huh? So you become a master dabbler, and a master dabbler doesn't really get to the finish line. And I've been there before, and I always thought, you know, I got really down on myself to a point. I'm like, maybe I'll never like really amount to like true success. And then what happened was like most of society goes that same way and I was just thinking no I'm no different I'm most people right now but who do I want to come who do I want to become I want to become the one percent so what do the one percent do the one percent of people delay gratification the one percent of people will do the work and learn they will fall they will fall but another very important uh, point that you just mentioned just before was well ask for help get some support find a find a team find a community find a a coach that can get you past this barrier because if you don't you're going to follow like what most people are doing and let's face it most people are very unhealthy most people don't have big goals they're, they're chasing after and that's and people that say that's fine well the people that say that's fine well look at their lives like are they going to where you want to go are they inspiring you um so yeah that that's so important to like have that conversation about um who are you learning on who's the, who's the coach and I think you you raised a huge topic, which is social media. And unfortunately, in unfortunately slash slash fortunately, unfortunately with social media, we they do prey on you know vulnerable brains. That's how marketing works. They they understand the wants of consumers, which would be quick fat loss, and they deliver on that. So yes, our social medias are filled with 1200 calorie diets, popping abs, girls in booty shorts. And, you know, you, you automatically, and this is a subconscious thing and filling your brain up subconsciously think, oh, I should be able to get this in 30 days. But I can tell you one, there's a difference between an influencer and a leader. And we were actually talking about this with Mandy Gill and she was going in depth about how there is a difference on social media with an influencer and a leader. An influencer is someone who will post a product, post their abs, but do they live authentically? Are they educating you? A leader is someone that cultivates change in you. So firstly, I would say with that, if you're, my, if you're someone who mindlessly scrolls, one, set some timers for your social media because if you have anything more than 10 minutes of scrolling, I guarantee you, you're putting yourself on the back foot because your subconscious is filled and we run on 95% autopilot. Like listen to that number, 95%. So only 5% of the day are we consciously actively thinking, but 95% of that you're filled it up with all these ideas that aren't realistic, people's highlight reels, so it's really important to one, reduce the time on social media, but to filter through who is an influencer, who is a leader, who do you want to learn from? 
that's a really big point as well, I think. Oh, I want to dig on that one. So if you think about like the biggest fitness celebrities out there, now, like what they're promoting is mass products. So what that means is they're selling products that fit general pop. Like they're, they're not specializing in anything. They're giving you pretty general advice. That's um, pretty good. It's not life-changing, but it could get you started. Now, like if you're a person that's been in fitness for a while, I feel like they struggle the most. Like let's be specific and get really detailed there. A person that's been in this, like trying to train for a while, and that's who we're talking to, that's struggled to build sustainable habits to yield sustainable results. If you're jumping and jumping and jumping for the next shiny thing, this is where you'll end up. And this is what Laura said, like, who are the people, there's influencers and there's leaders. I will only buy a program or a product if I feel like someone's referred it to me who I trust. So just recently, I did a podcast with someone and he's like, I, I asked him, like, you're, like I, I was looking up, I was a bit of a fan, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, you're so successful, right? And he, he is, in, but he's successful in a very grounded way. So he doesn't have that many followers. He just doesn't have many followers. But I know his numbers because I had a mentor who referred me to this guy. I know what he's doing. And I asked him some stuff and he was telling me, he's like, look, I've got a counselor for my relationship. I've got a mentor for my business coaching. I've got a coach for my fitness coaching. I've got this, I've got that. And I'm like, wow, he's got a lot of like high like knowledge and experience with like coaches right now. So at the end of the podcast, I asked him like, look, I'm struggling in this area. He said, go to this guy. He's really good. Like I, I will tell you, if you go to him, he's going to help you. And surely enough, I booked a call and I made that call and my life has been completely different since that call because he has a system and his niche market is like, these are the people I help, okay? So going back to, we're tracking back to our point, if you're going to an influencer to fix your issues, it's not their fault because they don't actually have anything designed to help you specifically. They can only maybe get you to do a generic program that, but that doesn't factor in the fact that you have knee issues or the fact that you have like a spinal condition or factor that you, um, you've been on like an 800 calorie diet all the way up to now. And now like they want you to go like, I don't know, there's crazy uh, diets out there. Like the meat only diet, there's just crazy stuff out there. So yeah. That's, that's huge. And one thing I'm super passionate about is, is educating people on the difference between generic generic and tailored what do you need do you need something generic or do you need something tailored now this also comes down to expense or investment so a big example is you know i've i've signed on to generic i like doing market research so i've signed on to generic um programs before and let's just say a lot of the community is filled with clients that have all everyone regardless of your metabolism regardless of your hormones your if you have an eating disorder we're all put on 1400 calories so a lot of the comments were like oh i'm still not losing weight i'm eating 14 i don't know where to go to from here others were like oh i had another binge and you could see all these challenges these clients were having being put on that generic 1400 calorie diet so unfortunately Sometimes with, and don't get me wrong, generic can be amazing. If you're in optimal health, if you don't really come with any sort of um, eating disorders, you're in a 
good optimal hormonal perspective um, and a good mindset, then a generic program can be good for you and you've received education on nutrition. But if you suffer with hormonal issues, metabolic damage, i.e. slow metabolism, or you've got poor relationship with food or binge eating, a generic program is not going to be best for you because it's just unfortunately going to be a trigger to spiral off more hormonal conditions, more binge eating, more negative mindset because you're not losing weight like the other girls or boys. So, you know, that $85 cheap program could actually be the trigger of putting you further back than when you first started compared to finding a tailored program that works at building you foundation so you never have to diet again is the, a return on investment there because you're learning how to eat, you're learning how to lose weight, you're learning um, to build foundations to sustain that weight loss compared to that obviously generic program. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like you do get what you pay for, but I think the awareness is realizing do you need generic or do you need tailored and understanding that difference. And most people don't really understand how important it is to invest in yourself. Yeah. Um, they invest all their energy and mu- like, okay, how much money do you spend on food a week? How much money do you spend on Uber Eats a week? How much money do you spend going out partying every weekend when we're open, not locked down because you're so excited to be out and about again? Like how much money do you spend that takes away for your health and fitness goals? Cool. Now, the big question is when you look in the mirror, when's the last time you put money and invested some real cash into you? Yeah. When's the last time? And if you don't do that, we're going to ask the question like, why isn't that happening? And it makes me so confused. Like it makes, and it could be a few reasons. I feel like one of the reasons is that a lot of people have been burnt so many times. They've been burnt so many freaking times. And there's two, oh, digging even further into that. Like I was a person that I became a victim of the whole personal development world. Like, yeah, I've never got really a lot of help, you know? So I've done all these programs and none of it works. You know, this whole personal development thing and the whole investing in myself, it's a lot of shit. It's just a scam. Everyone's trying to sell you something. And then I had this really negative mindset on that. And then I remember one of my, like a, a person on a podcast called me out indirectly and it was so refreshing. He's like, well, the thing about programs and products, the way I do things when I'm purchasing something, especially if it's in a group community environment and I want to level up, my job is to buy that $70 product and be the best, be the absolutely best. And then once I finish that and I do it very well, well, I know I've developed some really good successful traits and habits that allows me to invest into a bigger program and do that program really freaking well and be number one. And it made me think, it gave me more empowerment to call myself out and say, oh, Pat, like all those programs that you did, maybe it wasn't a program, maybe it was you. Maybe you didn't do the work. Maybe all those programs were uh, an example of how you failed in the past. So you just keep doing the same thing. And then suddenly is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So after I told, heard this story of like, you know, like that mindset of like do anything that's in front of you at the highest level, it's going to give you confidence knowing that you can invest, reinvest more into yourself. Now I'm back into, fuck yeah, anything that makes me better, that can lead others to become better, I'm investing in. I love that. And one thing I say to my clients all the time, anyone that comes on board is I actually turn away more clients than I take on Mm. because, you know, like I said before, take it back to the conversation around delayed gratification. 
not a lot of people are prepared to, I'm not going to give you a 1200 calorie diet, regardless how much you want fat loss. If you binge eat and you have hormonal issues and don't have a cycle, I refuse to because I have integrity and my care factor for your health trumps you paying me. So I do turn away more clients because they're sometimes not ready. Whereas I'll take on clients who are super ready and I tell them, you have to do the work. I will give you the tools, the education, the resources. I have amazing experts in the team. All of this becomes redundant if you don't put in the work every single day. And there's a, a quote I love, and it's every day you have two choices, evolve or repeat. And majority of people choose repeat not by their own fault, but because that's how our brain is wired, because our brain will always choose the path of least resistance, meaning it will choose your default of repeating a habit or behavior, even if it's not a great outcome for you. So for example, if you're creating, you know, some, you're wanting to create some amazing change. And I like to think of it like, um, bear with my analogies here. I have so many, um, like a big, um, meadow with heaps of long grass and you've got a path that takes you to the chocolate factory you've been walking down that path for 20 years that path is clear your brain just knows to go down that path but now all of a sudden we're like okay I'm going to go to the health store instead but now you have to create a new pathway that brain defaults to that pathway because it's clear, it's easy, it takes less neurons to fire, it takes less caloric demand. That's why it chooses that pathway. Now you have to do the work every single day to clear the trees, the crap on the ground, forage through that pathway. But the more and more you go down that new pathway, the clearer it is, the easier it becomes because neurons start firing together quickly and they connect what's called with synapses. So the more you forge that pathway down to the health store, the easier it becomes. And then one day you'll wake up and your brain will be like, oh, okay, health store, instead of automatically going down to that chocolate factory. So it's not your fault to the listeners out there. If you're that person who's like, oh, I just can't change or try. This is why understanding the brain is so important because it's not sometimes just willpower. Yes, a huge element is willpower and discipline, not um, you know, downplaying that, it plays a huge role. But you need to understand that you need to learn how the brain works in terms of creating habits so you can set yourself up for success. So be the person that creates the new pathway to the health store and stops going to the chocolate factory. <laughs> it's like when you walk into Coles, like there was a time where you'd always, like as a child, you'd always walk through the confectionery aisle. I don't remember the last time I walked through that thing because it doesn't yeah. like it's not in my brain like it doesn't oh, that radio station is not on I why would I go to 101.1 when I know 101.9 is way better for my brain or why would I go to any radio station especially in this climate when I know listening to a podcast from Laura or myself is going to stimulate my brain to think at a higher level like yeah. I just know what success success leaves clues okay yeah. why wouldn't you follow that path it's like you said People love following the path of least resistance. It's the comfort. It's the, it's the Netflix. It's the Netflix and chill. It's like, oh, lockdown. Yeah, cool. Let me go back into what freaking Friends series I'm going to watch now. You watch Friends how many fucking times? <laughs> yeah. 
And yeah. that's exactly right. That's why I, I, I'm watching Friends again at this moment because it's probably the 12th time I've watched every single episode, if not more. I can quote every single line to you. And it's a running joke in our, in our household here because I think I quote it three times a day. But it's so true. We choose the things that provide comfort because our brain likes certainty. And certainty means repeating the same thing, even if it's a negative outcome. So, you know, this is why women will, not women, I should say everyone. I work with obviously women, so that's why I always refer to women. Um, But this is why people will, you know, default to binge eating, for example. The brain knows, cool, you're going to have a binge, you're going to feel like crap, you're going to tell yourself start tomorrow. That is a neural circuit in your brain that is easy and certainty and comfort for your brain. And that's only one reason why people might binge eat. But that's a really powerful understanding to why we need to be aware of what our habits are. Like I know I go to the coffee shop every day, the alleyway, love it. It's my Uh go-to. I go down the same pathway every single time. I don't ever change the way I walk down there, um, only to realise there was a shortcut that Bill just found But for, you know, we've been here nine months or so, I've always walked down this other pathway, which is probably five minutes longer. The brain just defaults and I still go down that longer pathway. Yeah, yeah, and we all do it. Like the thing is like, even just having this conversation right now, I start to realize I'm doing that same thing again. If I just change that, it would be probably different. And, you know, and that's like having that staying outside your comfort zone mindset, that 1% mindset. And I always look like this. I always, anyone that works with me or anyone that I come in touch with, and we influence each other. I always think, hey, where's your target right now? Like, what's your target? Because I feel like, like Bruce Lee says, a, a goal is just something simply to aim for. Now, if you have a target and you have lots of meaning that goes towards the target, you'll be very, more, you'll be very clear of the decisions you need to make. Now, if your target is somewhat, if you close your eyes and think about where you're going and you don't see a very clear vision of what that looks like, your decision-making processes are going to be very, very hard because we're in the information age. There's an abundant amount of information, podcasts, coaches, um, Instagram posts that are just screaming at you to do, 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 do. So where the fuck do I start? I'm going to fucking zoo. And they're telling me to go look at this uh, freaking animal and this animal. And I've got an hour left. Uh, stuff. I'll just go home. You know, well, well, that's you. You have to be in control of what you want. You can't, and, if, and unless you know what that looks like, then you've got to start very small because I believe momentum is a very powerful trait that most people have, need to have. And once you build momentum, that target becomes more clear and more clear and more clear every day. Absolutely. And I feel like what you mentioned before, I feel like there's four stages of learning. And once you start realizing what you want, you're going to start realizing how far off you're away from that target. It's going to put you in a state of, I call, uh, consciously incompetent. So you know what you should be doing, but you don't know how, you do not have the skills or the habits, like Laura said, to achieve this result. You do it long enough, you stay in the game, especially when it's hard, what will happen, you unlock level three, which is conscious competence. So you're, you're um, knowing what you should be doing and you're doing it, which is a fucking phenomenal place to be in. But you're having to try to do this, like a push, a bit of a push. And then your fourth stage of learning is it's on autopilot. It's like you're driving. It's like you're brushing your teeth. The, the patterns that you're getting is yielding this result. Now, it doesn't actually stop there because I believe life is mastery. And depending on what you're trying to master, like there's different, like in martial arts, they have different systems on how they grade you. They, they do like black belt and then they got 
third black belt or fourth black belt. So I feel like in what we're talking about, health, fitness, changing your life through your mindset and habits, I feel like the fifth stage after the fourth one is change the target, change the destination, level up. Maybe that target's not as high as you want it to be. Maybe, maybe increase it at a different level. And because it, it's not what you do, it's who you become in the process. And I feel like everything that you touched on, like, is very similar to like my philosophy of like the habits need to be attached to a, a, a visualization of what your future needs to look like or what you want it to look like. Yeah, I could not agree more. And I was just writing notes as you were talking there because you said some cool things. And I have this analogy of being in the car, right? So if you want to get to a destination, i.e. your goal, if you are in the passenger seat, you can't get there. And 96% of people, fun fact, 96% of people live in a passenger seat. But what's important is to become the driver in that car so you can actually get to your goal. And and I said this on another podcast, it's like, unless you have those cars that are teaching you how to drive and, you know, the um, teacher has control in the passenger seat, we're not going with that analogy, a normal car, you cannot get to your destination if you were in the passenger seat. So you need to become the driver. Now, what does that look like? And let's break down that analogy. You need to be in control. You need to have a clear goal of where you're going and you need to be in control of the car, i.e. your mind, your body, instructions, how to get there, directions. Now, in order to be the driver, you need to have self-awareness. You need to know what you want. You need to know the process to get you to your destination in order to feel in control to get you there. And then, you know, so self-awareness is a really big component. And then the third thing I thought would be really beneficial to touch on is, you know, we, we mentioned how important it is reaching out to a coach, specialist, practitioner. And what I would suggest for everyone listening is, How do you go about finding someone right for you? And maybe this is why we haven't found the right program in the past. Are you finding someone to simply tell you what to do? Or are you finding someone that can teach you how to, let's use um, losing weight as an example. Are you someone that's going to just be like, yep, eat 1200 calories and find someone just to tell you what to do? Or are you wanting to learn how to get fat loss, learn how to repair your hormones, So you become more empowered and you have the power because you're listening to your own hunger hormones. You aren't just ignoring your hunger hormones because someone has just said, go on 1200 calorie diet. So you become more empowered. um, You have more power and you become more in the driver's seat to get to your destination as opposed to here's 1200 calories. Don't listen to your hunger hormones. Don't listen to biofeedback markers. Probably going to have binge eating. You're in that passenger seat. So I think another really important takeaway here is who are you constantly going to to help you get to your destination? Are they just giving you the seat to the passenger seat or are they giving you the keys to the driver's seat? Mm, You know, what's really cool about that. And I've used this too. Maybe like having someone that you like, you everyone, I feel like everyone knows who that person is. Like now that like you're on the radio station of like, Oh, I see these signals now let's say you reach out to this coach and they're in the passenger seat with Google maps. Yes. They're like, I know where you want to go because the destination that you're trying to get to, I've got a whole bunch of people just like you who are on the Island and they're doing the work. They're doing the work and they're partying. (laughs) They're having fun. They're doing the work and they're getting amazing results. Would you not want to be a part of that? Would you not want to be a part of that? And like you said, they have to be in the driver's seat to turn that fucking car on and yeah. drive. 
And we're just going to tell them. We, we, we're directions. I like to think. We're just the GPS tracker. We're just the, the yeah. Melways. I don't know who uses Melways. But... <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. And it's our job to let's get them uh, on back to park, back on the park, back on the park. Because you're Absolutely. going there. Yeah. Could yeah. not agree more. And that's what I say to my clients. And, you know, one thing they'll hear me say constantly is, I am so boring. I am not inspiring. I just live a healthy lifestyle. It's easy for me. All my habits are in my basal ganglia. I do them. It doesn't require energy. My girls are the ones that are freaking inspiring because they're doing the process of going through change. And that's what's hard. When you get to optimal health, it's easy. My lifestyle is easy. Living healthy is easy. So my job as a practitioner is to kind of be like your North Star and shine the light for you so you can see the path you need to go on. Or, you know, another analogy would be, you know, a train track. You might fall off the track. I'll pop you back on, you know, and guide you to where you need to go. But at the end of the day, I can't drive you to that destination. We've um, both been there before. I've driven people. I've told them, hey, get in the back seat. I'll take you yes. and go. Let me, <laughs> let me take you someplace. I'm fucking tight. I have no fuel left. I'm going. I'm going. The person in the back seat's sleeping right now. So yeah. he's sleeping. She's sleeping. And we get nowhere. I'm like... Well, if I took the driver's seat and this happened, this happened when I was in my early days of coaching, I'd like, I want it so much more for them that yeah. they end up forgetting their purpose and their mission and why they're in this car in the first place. And they're only in that car because they feel bad. They don't want to let you down because they see something in you that they can't see themselves. Yes. And that becomes an issue because I don't, I forget where I'm going. Like I'm driving you to a place halfway through. I realize you don't even want to get there anymore. I'm like, this, this is terrible. So they're now they're pulling off the back of the truck. <laughs> and then I look back away. Hey man, where'd you go? Like, I'm coming, I'm coming. I just like you know, I need to get some. Uh, I need to get some food. I'm like, what? Hundred <laughs> percent. And I think that's that's a really powerful metaphor because I think you know our job is is to guide people. It's to educate them. It's to it's to empower them to know that they have control and they can get to their destination. If you're someone that's like, I can't change. I've tried it before. I want you to listen to these words carefully. That is a victim mentality. I want you to switch that and now become accountable and say the words, I can change. I just haven't had the right method before. And that's really powerful when you step out of victimhood. I can't do this. It's never worked before. Yeah. Into, okay, it hasn't worked before, but let's find another method. And that's when you mm. start to become um, accountable and accountability is what gets you to your destination. Victim mentality is quicksand. Accountability is your freaking freeway. <laughs> yes, I love it. I reckon we leave our viewers with um, some little practical steps they can take away from today because, you know, we're going back and forth and I'm sure like everyone's feeling a bit inspired from hearing all this because I feel like I want to do like a 5K run right now. Like it feels amazing. <laughs> um, now, I reckon like one practical step that I want to give our, our listeners, our viewers, whoever's watching, or listening to this podcast, one practical step to reaffirm everything that me and Laura is showing you and teaching you is your morning ritual. So I believe if you do something that is hard in the morning, it'll condition you for the rest of the day. So there's extremes to it. Like I like extremes, <laughs> but something a little bit more sustainable for most people is when you wake up in the morning, do your bed. Like first thing, do your bed straight away. Like when your alarm goes off, don't press news, stand up, like stand the fuck up straight away. The faster you do that, the faster you're, you, the, the quicker you can make decisions, even when you don't feel like it. And then um, after you do that, 
It could be like getting your supplements out, getting your fish oil tablets. Um, then you can write little affirmations. And the reason why um, I'm talking about morning rituals because Laura just mentioned, um, I am, I am, I am. Okay, if you have, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not with your self-driving beliefs, I'm not, I don't have this, I'm not, I don't have this, then what we have is a problem that you've created. So we need to create a solution that puts you in the driver's seat. So you could write, I am amazing. I am a person that follows through. I am going to do what I say no matter what. I've got a sticky note right there. I do what I'm saying I'm going to do no matter what. I see that every day. I've got my freaking photo, my desktop photo on my phone. So I am, I am, I am. And you're just reaffirming your identity. Every morning, you can create a new you and it starts with a morning ritual. Um, and then you can get into, I like to do something for my body to get myself and my brain. Because like my mind has 80,000 thoughts a day. I can consciously program it to do certain things. But I know throughout the day, like Laura said, it's going to be an autopilot sometimes. And I can't control negative thinking. It just goes, it goes. But what I need to do is get into my body. So I'll go in for a run. I'll go for a walk. I'll do a stretch. I'll get my Theragun and just give myself a massage. Um, and that's pretty much how I start my morning, every morning, non-negotiable to the day I die. And I believe like when you play at that level, you have a level of confidence when you can look in the mirror and be super proud of who you've created. Um, and I feel like if you want to adopt that morning ritual, it should start tomorrow because everyone has this 20, 168 hours in your week everyone has those hours and it's what you do with it to help you become who you want to be. Um, so yeah, morning ritual. I love that. Like I'm sitting here, you probably can't see me, but I'm sitting here nodding my head to everything because, you know, a big part of my clients, um, first thing they need to do regardless of even addressing nutrition is morning routine, nighttime routine, set mm. your body up for success in the morning. So that is, I second every single word that you said. I second that. That's powerful. Yeah. What would you say a good practical step we can give our listeners? Yeah. Learn, 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 evolve, learn and evolve. And I think the biggest takeaway would be that quote, every day you have two choices, evolve or repeat. Be aware, are you repeating behaviors that are leading you to where you're currently stuck or evolve? And to evolve, you really need to learn. You need to learn something different. So my biggest takeaway would be, you know, for, for people who are wanting to, to achieve goals, build habits and learn how to build habits. Um, and I know there's so many resources out there. We both post on habits. So, you know, do the work of researching, you know, reach out to us. I'll give you a voice note. <laughs> I'm big. Uh, she gives a lot of voice notes out. I'll, I'll <laughs> openly throughout the day. I'm like, man, I'm dealing with this client. And like, you know, uh, I need help. I'll send her something. She'll just voice note me straight away. I'm like, oh my God, that's brilliant. <laughs> I am the biggest voice noter. So yeah, I think the biggest thing would be, yeah, evolve or repeat. And the biggest takeaway, if you're wanting to achieve goals is learn how to build habits and really get into that driver's seat. So how do you become in control? Yeah. Well, guys, I hope there's so many gems that you can take away from this podcast. I freaking love it. That was amazing, Laura. This is not going to be the last time we do this, that's for sure. <laughs> Um, it was a complete pleasure doing this with you. Um, so if they can find you once again, they can find you at, on Instagram, right? On Instagram. Yeah, just Laura Morrell Wellness. Laura Morrell Wellness. Check that out. Um, check out the podcast, Think Inspire. Um, she's got a podcast as well, right? Well, what's your podcast? I do. So we've got a podcast called Two Peas in a Potty um, or Two Peas in a Podcast. So it's with myself and my colleague slash one of my besties, Felicia. Um, and basically it's where we 
do a lot of education, real talk, truth bombs, fun facts, and all of that. So, yeah. Awesome. Hey, Laura, thank you so much for that. Thank um, you for hope, me. Yeah. And uh, thank you for everyone that's listening. Keep on, keep on inspiring anything that you've learned. A, a great way to like push that going forward. Teach someone, teach someone some of the lessons that you've learned today. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Bye.